my voice came back it it wasn't the same like if you are in, in the other room and i was in this room you couldn't know if it's a dude speaking or it was a lady speaking so one day a good friend of mine invited me for her birthday At this time she was in a relationship with a gentleman and uh, this guy is called Kolo. So when we met up on that birthday it would be our first interaction with him. I had never met him before and when I did meet him it was an interesting meeting in the sense that there was something unusual about him. Something different, something very clearly different about him that you couldn't just brush it off. But it wasn't something that we were willing to start talking about and addressing at that particular time. At some point that unusual thing as time progressed just disappeared. I don't know at what point, I, I can't tell when, but just some day we were just engaging and interacting and I realized that the issue that I first met him with had now since disappeared. And so I called him up and I told him, "Kolo, you have to come on this podcast and you need to tell us your story. I need to understand what exactly happened." And as I listen to this story, you're going to listen to what that issue was very practically, and I hope that as you listen to it, if you're out there or you know someone who's believing God for healing, who's believing God to touch them, and maybe the kind of healing that you need, you're experiencing something that is actually causing you to be embarrassed when you're with people, something that is causing you to to stay away from people. I hope that as you listen to this particular episode, it's going to encourage you to realize and learn that God is still in the business of healing his people. Listen in to this week's installment of Stories of God's Goodness. Born and raised in Garissa, the last born, we only two. I was born a normal kid, went to church. Sometimes was Garissa is full of Muslims and mosques and all, but yeah, we did. I was a very vocal um kid. I remember when we used to I went to school earlier than most kids. and because of my brother i didn't want to stay at home so i used to take him to school and when the teacher tried to discipline him i would go berserk like climb on chairs jump on the teacher so i that's for at some point i was just away from the school because i was it i was a menace grew up went to school um then I became sick. Actually my tonsillitis were the scariest. Even the doctor said they've never experienced or saw something like what I had. Uh so I became sick and uh my tonsillitis formed pus. They used to really swell but this one came with a just it was bad. It was bad, it was painful. then i think was it a night or i think just one morning it felt like a kikohozi but it wasn't a normal kikohozi so when i like tried like kukoho and everything just burst there was pus there was blood oozing out it was it was bad so i was taken to the hospital they gave me medication they tried to see if they can you no know, is, is it it's called cadres like prevent them from bleeding and all that stuff and then i came back home but the next morning now i couldn't even speak just whispering i couldn't talk for like a few months i would just whisper 
it was that bad. When it came, my voice came back. It it wasn't the same. It was sort of a struggle, uh, and it was sort of a soprano, deep, deep soprano. Like if you are in in the other room, and I was in this room. You couldn't know if it's a dude speaking or it was a lady speaking. Hello, guys. Hey, Marilou. Hey, Will. Uh, I just want to say congratulations for the decision you've made. I'm so happy for you guys. I was eight, eight, ten-ish. Yeah. So you see now you still have hopes. You're still approaching your teenagehood. So, you know, after even with this new voice, when I get puberty, my voice will break, you know. Nothing happened. So I was stuck with that uh, new voice. It was frustrating. It was embarrassing because people never took me serious. So in school, it made me be, it, it, I think it, personality, I'm an introvert, but it really made it even worse because I never used to talk. People used to make fun of me. People who never knew that, who never knew that's how I speak. So like, you speak like that. Stop joking. I must speak like a man. So it took a toll on me. I became very quiet. Even in gatherings, I would just be there unless ask a question or just just present but not speaking. I remember actually this after my high school, college, and everything. I think I was in college. I was leaving town, going to Wanye, Dago, to see my uncle, my cousin, and my aunt. I bought a mat, well, Apple, Kencom. Everything was good. It was those. It was during those time. You, you, you remember you? The you uh, SIM cards used to exist where you be given like a whole full day of you know talk time. So I'm in the bus. I call my friend. We are deep in in storytelling and everything i didn't notice but the whole bus went quiet i could just hear people giggle no you're just talking you're in your own zone you don't know what's happening around you so when my i I got to my destination the whole bus burst into laughter people were like hiya Kumbe alikuwa alikuwa chali. You 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 are joking. People started to think that I'm gay or you know I'm pretending. Like by the time I was getting off that bus, I was trembling. My feet were shaking. Like it really really, you know, destroyed me completely. I think that's one moment. Like I was like, hey, I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. Like even. Until today, if you call me if I'm in a bus or in a Uber, I'll tell you wait first. I get to where I'm safe and I feel comfortable, then I'll call you. It felt weird, especially in in primary school. It was okay. People thought that ah, it's just it's still a kid. Uh, the voice will break when he gets to high school and everything. But when you get to high school, from one, from two, nothing but. New teachers were shocked, but normal teachers, the principal, everybody got used to that voice. New students who came into the, to the school, they were like shocked. Funny thing, in high school when there were these fun kids and everything, 
by then me, I used to chill with the princey. Like we just go stay somewhere. Just I was just alone. Some friends will come, want to introduce me to their girlfriends and everything, and I was just there. I, immediately I start speaking, people laugh. You are kidding. Mm, is he pretending or something? And some girls will say, I even have a deeper voice than you. All through until two eight, hadn't. I wasn't dating anyone or I wasn't even interested. So after my mom passes, when I think I felt that, you know, gap through college, I didn't. I didn't date anyone until uh, 2012. I joined K-Crew. K-Crew, that back then it was Kubamba. And I was part of the team that was doing high school missions. So imagine you've gone to high school mission, you know, just kids being kids, uh, high schoolers being high schoolers, they want to interact with you, they want to talk to you. It was a problem. <laughs> some people pitied, uh, okay, some people pitied me. I used to pray a lot uh, about it because the last time I think I even consulted a doctor about it, it was there. 50 chances that if we do this operation because the your voice box might get even more complicated, you might not even, even speak. So like that, w- one thing that even shifted my, ah, God, you know why I have this voice. So you know when it's the right time for you to give me that voice that I'm supposed to have. W- one thing that even shifted my career during that time, that I wanted to be a news anchor. And we had this forum or yeah, forum with the Manamisi Amadi. Back then I was doing uh, mass communication and journalism. So at this forum, it was like, you have the looks for TV, but not the voice. Yeah, imagine that, like you are hmm, championing to be a news anchor and all that, but your voice can't allow you to. So I shifted my career. Went now behind the scenes because I think I felt comfortable back there. Yeah, so during the high school missions, now I met my love of my life. Yeah, who's now my wife, actually. How we actually met was at a flail. Uh, We were actually from a mission back then, and I was so tired. And my friend, who's my mentor, were in, in the same mission team together. So we were like, ah. Let's go for this Afleo, African Let's Worship, it was at Venus Chapel, Mombasa Road. So I was like, ah, I'm so tired, but since you insist, let's go. All of them knew who I was, my voice, and they, and they were okay with it. So even high school missions, they would try as much as possible not to put me in a very uncomfortable situation. Especially now when we go into a new school, we have to introduce ourselves. So at some, most of the time, they will introduce me. Not me speaking, they'll say that's Kolo, is our videographer, cinematographer, blah, 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 and all that. I never used to speak. So that made me comfortable. So when we met, she had heard of me. Now my Shems, she had heard of me, but she's never had me speak. So that day, I think, uh, was it, there was some government official who was coming to that Afro event. So there was a very uh, tight security. So when we got there, I used to have very long hair. They used to look like, you know, 
Al Shabab. So I was really, really um, frisked, um, asked a lot of questions. So I was angry. By the time uh, Tismo, the fiancé, and Shams were coming, I was seated on the cabro, really complaining with my bad voice. So she was there laughing, laughing. I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. So yeah, that's how we met. Um, but in between our fast forward, in between our relationship, I never knew, but later on, it's when I knew the family was praying for me, for me to regain my voice. So I could hear her sister wakes up at around 3 a.m. in the morning when they go to church, they submit prayers to the pastors and everyone to pray for me. So miraculously, 2014, 2015, something strange happened. Woke up in the morning, trying to talk, my voice fluctuates. It's like there's this deep voice coming and then it falls back to the normal soprano voice. And it was painful. See it another episode of the, the translators. So I called, I called Shams and like, she could hear there's a difference, like it comes and it's up, it disappears. So people, I think at that point, people at the office were like, oh, yeah, you're breaking your voice <laughs> very late. <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal. So with time, I think, even with practice, just faded away on its own. It took me almost three, four months for now the, my voice to stabilize without any pain. But now, after even it came back, the previous voice had already affected me so bad in that still, even in congregations, in meetings, like my self-esteem was still shaky. I couldn't even speak and where there are people who really don't know me that much. I was happy I could talk like a man, a normal man. In fact, when I called the people who used to know me with the other, I was like, no, give the owner of that phone the, <laughs> the phone to talk to us. It's me. It was unbelievable. And I really thank God that he really came through for me. Uh, what I would say to somebody who's going through what I went through or going through a different situation, it's sometimes God knows when it's the right time to give you what you really want. And maybe if you would have given me my voice at a particular time, maybe there are things I would have done or there's this particular person I would have become that I wasn't intended to be at that time. And prayer work. Prayer really works. Sometimes you don't know who else is praying for you. You don't know who's praying for you. God is so good because he's a miraculous God. Even he disqualifies even the science because the doctor said um, there are chances of you losing your voice completely. And I didn't go through it because I didn't want to risk that. But since God is the one who gave me that particular voice, I waited on him. So wait on God. He's... 11th hour. They say 11th hour, right? Yeah, that 11th hour will come through.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode all the way to the very end. I'm very grateful for your time. If this touched you in any way, please feel free to share it with a friend. And if you'd like to take it a step further and contribute to this channel, you can look at the description that is in the bio to see different ways on how you can do so. See you next week. God bless.